0: Well, you know what? It's so hard to believe that we are actually almost through our summer break. You know, my kids have already started back to school. And so except for all but one, my oldest son, he has not started back yet. But my all my other kids have all started back to school and summer's almost over. And I see this quite often. You know, I absolutely I love every single season and so at Fostering Change I talk about all the seasons but you know what we're coming up to fall my friends and fall is truly the season that I love the most um, especially because I live on a farm and living on a farm you know the pumpkins are starting to grow on our farm and it's just the crisp air and the trees but my next guest I am so so excited to have her on. Um, Giovanna actually reached out to me through info at comfortcases.org. I tell you all often to do that. And somebody sent me the email because she's an author and she was writing a book and she wanted us to be a part of the book. Now listen to this. This was the thing that I just love the most. I talk about this quite often. I love children's authors. By the way, I love all the other authors, too, so don't send me any to hate. I love children's authors, but what I love about children's authors are the ones who have been on our show, are the ones who actually are not just telling a story, but they're actually teaching a story. See, I think it's so, so important that we all understand that empathy is something that we are not born with. It is in our DNA. And my next guest, who absolutely wrote the most amazing book, you know, Wayland's World, um, we're going to talk about it. So, Giovanna, welcome to Fostering Change.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Rob. I think it is so funny too, that I reached out to the info at Comfort Cases and got a direct response from you. And I just want everybody to know that because you think you're going to get an automated response and to get a response from the founder pretty much immediately I think it was same day and then to build a connection and a relationship was pretty cool so yeah
0: because this you. is actually not the first time you and I have spoke and so no. and you <laughs> spoke to our team and my team yeah. like, today when they found out that you were going to be on um fostering change they were just like oh my gosh we love her so much she's so sweet and by the way um got to show this model material um <laughs> no yes I am doing that because everybody who walks into my office and saw the picture that I had <laughs> (laughs) My desk, they were like, She's a model. I was like, No, (laughs) she's like beautiful. So I have to throw that out there, my friend. I have to throw it out there. Thank you. That's so nice. I want to dive right in to, yeah. to this world. I mean, I've read this book and I've read it a couple of times. You sent it to me prior for it being print. So I got to read it then. And now, you know, to be able to touch it. And I will tell you, it is so well written, OK? But also, you got I got to give props to your illustrator. Um, you know, the illustrator, I was so, so happy to see all the things on, on the pages. But something I want to tell you before we start talking about how Waylon's life had gone,
1: yeah.
0: I want to say thank you for being diverse. Um, I don't know if that was a conscious decision that you did, Giovanna, but I will tell you it is something as a father of five kids, four of my children are of color. I literally was so, so impressed with the diversity of people that were in your book. So you, you got to talk about that first. How, how was that?
1: Um, so that was definitely, con- like we did that consciously. So my illustrator and I, um, they are one of my closest friends. We met in March of 2020, actually right when the world locked down and we built a friendship. We met in person a couple of times before that, but really our friendship was virtual. They lived over in the UK and now they're here. But when we went through every single illustration in this book, we spent time going through exactly that you know, people, diversity in people, but also dogs, because there's multiple dogs in this book. And our whole goal was we want everybody to be different and we want everybody to be doing a different role or having a different job. Or it was a conscious conscious effort and something that we have discussed putting forward in our future books as well. So it was good well, team
0: effort. You know, I, and, and by the way, I do love the fact of the whole, you know, diversity of the dogs, all the different types of dogs. Yeah. But one of the things that I thought was that caught my eye immediately, and it's not just because it was in the first couple of books, but it's when, you know, Waylon had to leave his first family and how diverse that his Humans were, yeah. And so I, I absolutely love that. I thought yeah. that was great. But I got to tell you, there is so much similarity. And by the way, I know it's going to happen, guys. I, I know how much you love to send me those emails and you know make me politically correct and do all of those things. I love it because you know me for three seasons. Rob's still going to say exactly what Rob says. So <laughs> let me tell you what I thought about this reminded me of you could have taken this dog away and added a little girl or a little boy that has gone into foster care and that is experiencing foster care and it could have been the same exact book I mean that was
1: the intention yeah that was the intention for sure wow yeah you know I'm I'm really happy to hear you say that especially somebody that has experienced foster care yourself. You have children that you ha- are part of your family now through the foster care system and you have this organization, but that was 100% the intention from the minute I got the idea for the book. So
0: yeah, I was I was just in awe about that. You know, um, you and I've had that conversation where, you know, we bought our farm because of our son, Makai. Um, you know, when I go and in, in do sp- talks at elementary schools and, you know, preschools. I always use our farm as a reference to foster care because foster care can be very scary for a young child. And so I use that, you know, for instance, Penelope, our pig, who I love my big girl to death, but she came to us as a foster pig because she needed a family to love her. She needed someone to feed her, to care for her. And, you know, there was one particular, part in this book and i want to get to it because you know it it really i will say if there was a if there was a time in this book and there were several times it got a little choked up this is the thing that got me this was the page that got me and i got to read this to everybody guys listen i'm telling you right now Wayland's world um you've got to get this book and let me tell you one of the reasons why you got to get this book not just because i'm getting ready to read it and tell you how great this one particular section is but these books actually are going into comfort cases. And it's not like my friend Giovanna is filling her pockets because what she is filling is comfort cases because she is taking the money and turning it around and giving it to our organization. So, I mean, first of all, win, win, win. This is why you need to buy this book. But listen to this, okay? First of all, this beautiful illustration, you know, here it is, the United States. And it says, and this is what happens to Whalen. from shelter to shelter, these weird foreign places bouncing around, there were no familiar faces. And then all of a sudden his travels came to a halt. He took hugs from people with a big grain of salt. You know what? that, that was the pivotal moment for me that, first of all, I had to set the book down and I know it's a children's <laughs> book, but I has set the book down for a minute, take a deep breath because it, it really made me realize, you know, I mean, Giovanna, that's what happens every single day with kids in foster care.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it does. And I think the reason I wrote the story this way is I think children look to characters in books to try and find a similarity to themselves. I mean, I even do that as an adult. I'm 32, I read novels and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's me, or I can relate to this and all these situations. And I I remember doing the same thing when I was four or five and six years old. And I think there are some children that are just so young and they, they just want something to relate to in the stories that they're told. And so kids that are bouncing around to different homes and they're trying to go through life and feel some sort of like consistency, unless they're with other children like themselves, they don't really feel that sense of like, okay, I'm doing this and so are other people. Because maybe they're going to a school where they're the only child experiencing foster care and they don't have anyone else to relate to. And so a lot of times, children look to books or tv or things like that to find something they relate to and I just think that you know those words capture to me what it would be like as a child bouncing around and it's it's confusing it's you know you look for anything to connect to at that no
0: place. I totally agree with that and you know it's like you know when Whalen got his first friend you know yeah. and, his, and his friend I gotta I gotta pull this page here because this one just like Bella Oh yeah. You couldn't have picked a better name. And you know, for me, it's like a bulldog, um, yep. and, you know, Bella and Bella. And then when Bella starts crying, okay, guys, listen, I'm telling that you. That got me and, too. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to read the whole book because the book, you got to get Wayland's world. It is absolutely amazing. Where exactly can they get the book?
1: Um. So I sell everything online at www.readwaylandsworld.com. Um, we have an Instagram at read Wayland's world that will direct you to the website as well. And, um, our TikTok is the same at read Wayland's world. We just started that. So we'll see how that goes. Wow, I um, love
0: that. I love that. And by the way, while we're on here, Rob's getting his phone, making sure that I'm following because um, I got to follow my buddy and see what's yeah. happening. Listen up. We're getting ready to take a break. And again, like I said, this is definitely a lot of you reach out to me all the time and you say, how can I support comfort cases? Well, guess what? You're doing it by purchasing this book okay send this book to comfort cases you know buy one for your kids and then send one to comfort cases um i love those ideas when people do that i get them quite often of books where they said i bought this for my kid but i also sent one to you we love that we love that and by the way we're going to hear a little bit more from my friend and we'll be right back This episode of Fostering Change is sponsored by Comfort Cases, a national nonprofit that inspires our communities to bring hope and dignity to our youth that are in foster care. For just $10 a month, you can support the Comfort Case mission and help us eliminate trash bags for kids who are entering foster care. For every $10 that you give, Comfort cases will give a comfort XL to a child entering the system. Be part of the change. Visit comfortcases.org. Well, you know, everybody, I told you number one, you need to go and you need to follow on Instagram, and that's exactly what I did. I can't believe I wasn't following my friend <laughs> Whalen, but now I am actually following my friend Whalen, um, mm-hmm. and we're going to find more things that are happening. You know. Giovanna, what do you really want to get out of writing this book
1: a couple answers for that one Um, it's always been a goal and a dream of mine to support children in foster care one way or another and where I'm at in my life right now taking in a child and creating a stable home environment for them is not really in the cards hopefully it will be down the line in my life so I'm preparing for that someday but um the goal was to find a way to support in any way that I could. And I lost my job during COVID and I started some sort of passion projects I had and I always thought I'd write this book, so I just kind of picked it up, started it and I thought to myself if I can even like help 10 kids relate to a character, then that's it. I didn't even know if I'd print it. I didn't know if it would just be a fun little thing for me, but Basically, I was a ballet dancer, so I'm a perfectionist. But what I'm learning in my life is that you can help in a bunch of small ways. So even though I can't physically take in all the children that I want to now, there are other ways to give back. And so I'm taking that one step at a time. And you know, you can always give money, you can always donate time, but I was trying to think of something impactful. Um, and with this book, Waylon and I have been doing readings all over Chicago. We've gone to some different summer camps. We've gone last Saturday, we were at the timeout market doing a kids' reading. And they love the book because of the story, but all it's funny, all the kids are like, it's so sad, but then it gets happy. You know, it's like it's very, it's it's a good story for children. And yeah. So that I guess is a long way of answering your question, but we got there. <laughs> well,
0: you know what? I love that, and the fact is, is that it is so real about what you just said. Is that you know, there's parts of life for everyone. Whether you're a child in the system, or you know, you're you're going through a child who's parents have just lost their jobs. And there's sadness in every one of our lives. But there's Mm -hmm. also the ability to have a happiness at the end. And that's what I absolutely love, love, love about Whelan. You know, I think that most times when, you know, when I speak to authors or, you know, I talk to people about foster care, you know, I have a connection because I grew up in it, age out of it. I have five beautiful babies that I adopted from foster care. Where did you get that? Um, I Foster care is, you know, what I'm feeling. Where did that happen?
1: So honestly, I don't know. Um, I grew up in house with two parents. I have had the same two parents, me and my sister were a very tight knit family. And I think for me, it was having that growing up. And I didn't realize I was very lucky, but I didn't realize that children didn't have that until I went to college. I also I I started teaching dance um, when I was younger and had taught dance through my 20s. And I had experienced relationships with all different kinds of kids, um, some experiencing foster care, some not in the foster care system, but sort of in and out of family members and things like that. And I just, I felt so fortunate to have had what I had growing up. And I think when you realize that your bubble's so small, you get out there into the world and there are other children and people out there. And, you know, one thing I did notice too, is there's a, there's a range of foster children, right? There's, there's babies and then there's teenagers and they, they all have different experiences when they enter the system, when they, find their forever family or not. And I think my story with Waylon is he had a happy family before he got to me and he was with his family for three-ish years. And then they just couldn't take care of him anymore. And so when he ended up to me, he had already had this life before. And I think sometimes with you know, the kids I taught dancing or some kids I worked with were older, it's like before they get to that point, they have a life somewhere. And then it's like, it's hard to then up and bring them to a new life. So, you know, that's, I didn't personally have that experience, but I think realizing that there are children that didn't have what I had just makes me want to help everybody get there. And like I said, I can't help everybody, but if I could try and do a part here and there.
0: That's sort of my goal. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And I love the fact that, you know, um, Giovanna, you, you really hit the nail on the head when it came to not everybody has to donate money and not everybody donate has to donate time, but each and every one of us can do something. We can do something, you know, the fact that you wrote this absolutely amazing book, you know, before we we go, I have to let everybody know. Okay, so first of all, um, there is this picture at the very end. Um, where it's you walking, um, you know, a dog. Um, Is that Waylon? That's
1: Waylon. Yeah. Us walking on the beach in Michigan.
0: (laughs) I love that. I absolutely love that. And by the way, everyone, I want you all to know um, to be continued. So you know what that means. Um, That means again, my amazing friend Giovanna is going to back on Fostering Change, but we're going to hear more things about Whalen. You know what? The one thing that I absolutely love about this this podcast is that um, we have the ability for people to really spread the word, okay? And so what I'm asking all of our listeners, um, whether whatever platform you're listening to today, Apple, Deezer, Google, Spotify, or maybe you're watching us on our YouTube channel, do me a favor, Spread the word about Whalen, And maybe, you know, hey, all my teacher friends, I know you're out there. Maybe you might want my friend, Giovanna, to actually zoom into your class, because by the way, it doesn't have to be in Chicago, even though that's where my, my friend is. It can be anywhere in the United States you can reach out to her um, and she will actually, and I know she will because she is my friend and she is just the most amazing human ever. She would have to read into your class, you know, and I think that would be so special. Listen, Joanna, thank you. Thank you for already donating. And by the way, everybody, the book just came out and she's already donated 50 books to yeah cases. And I know we will have a lot more. I know a lot of you are going to be reaching out, purchasing this book for comfort cases and purchasing it. Listen, this is what I like for you all to do. Not only would I like to see you purchase this book for comfort cases, but I would also like for you to purchase the book and donate it to an elementary school. Do me a favor, yeah. do that. Donate it to an elementary school because I truly, truly believe that when children read this book, it gets them to understand a little bit of how it is to be different. Giovanna thank you so much for being on fostering change i cannot wait to continue whalen's world guys follow him on instagram because i know i am and we're going to find out exactly what his next adventure is and once again everyone thank you so much for making us number one we could not do this without our amazing listeners and viewers and if you maybe possibly have written a children's book or any book, and you might be interested in being on Fostering Change, please just email us at fosteringchange at comfortcases.org. And until then, be a good human.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me. It was great. And just so you know, your second box of donated books has already started being packed. So
0: there's more to come. (laughs) Listen to that, guys. Listen, everybody have a great day. I want to say thank you to each and every one of you for listening or watching the latest episode of Fostering Change. All of us on our team hope that you've learned something new today and have been inspired to be a good human. Now, just a reminder that you can always find Fostering Change on your favorite channels on Google, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, and others including, of course, comfortcases.org. I want to give a big thank you to all of you for joining us each and every week. And a reminder that if you have a suggestion for a guest or maybe you might have a question about today's podcast or are interested in becoming a sponsor of Fostering Change, please don't hesitate to email me personally at fosteringchange@comfortcases.org. Now, that's it for now. Thanks again and we'll see you next Tuesday. Take care.